0: welcome on this week's episode we're talking about being grateful and an ungrateful time I know with this COVID-19 virus that a lot of things have been shaken up have been disrupted but we should stay encouraged because when God's up to something he's gonna shake things up before he creates anew. and so we'll talk about that and more in today's lesson but this is the terms of your surrender let's go you're listening to the terms of your surrender A show that focuses on empowering, encouraging, and edifying people to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with thy God. Micah 6-8. And now, here's your host, Quentin Green. Welcome back to the Terms of Your Surrender podcast. I am your host, Quentin Green. Uh, You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate it. Uh, This is the day and the week that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, Just hoping everyone's staying safe. Um, I know this is a trying time, uh, one that we have never seen before in some of our lifetimes. But the Lord will bring us through. Um, Just once again praying that everyone stays safe. um, Take precautions, but don't panic because the Lord is with us. He's always been with us and he will never leave or forsake us. And so uh, getting into today's lesson, we're talking about being grateful. And an ungrateful time. And this is definitely a situation where we can really be ungrateful about things that are happening and everything that the Lord has done for us thus far. But uh, we're going to answer some questions and encourage you in the lesson today. So stay tuned, listen, and trust in the Lord. And so uh, we're going to play the recording we did from a Bible study with that title. So it may sound... I'm a little off, but it's okay. The message is still the same. So we love you all. And without further ado, let's get into our lesson. All right, let us pray. Wise and eternal God, we thank you once again for allowing us to be into your house one more time. We thank you for our life, health, and strength, Father. We thank you for protecting us from danger, seen and unseen. And Lord, we ask that you will forgive us for any sins that we committed. Lord, we ask that you would decrease us, increase you, so that we may live better, walk better, talk better, serve better, and witness better than we ever had before. Bless those who are here, or those who have desired to be here, those who will be watching, and those who will be listening. Lord, we just thank you once again for all that you do and who you are. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, we are uh, going back into our fourth lesson um, dealing with the virus situation. This is the first time we've gone live for a Bible study, so uh, welcome everyone who's able to watch. I know you had a desire to be here and couldn't, but um, thank the Lord for the technology that we have. And so tonight's lesson we're going over the topic being grateful in an ungrateful time. Uh, We switched up the verses that we were going through, uh, we're going to stay in, X. I think we're going to go in, um, I think we'll go to, X to the 16th chapter, we may um, jump into, no, we'll scratch that, we'll go to Numbers 14, I think it might be a little bit better, I'm um, going to do a little bit of reading in this chapter, but it's okay, you're in the house, you ain't got nowhere to go, so. Size. Too much of the word is not going to kill you anyway. And so we're going to read Numbers 14, verses 1 through. Let's go to 23. But um, this topic is really coming at a good time with um, the virus situation going on, and a lot of people are. Um, worrisome about things that are happening because you know, in our statement, we said for the church that we said that um, a lot of things are happening that people have not experienced in their lifetime, and so um, it's easy to be ungrateful about things that are happening because once your, your way of life is changing, that um, as humans, we don't like to be uncomfortable. But hopefully, in this lesson, we'll let you understand that some you in order for you to get what God has for you in order for you to grow, that you're going to have to become uncomfortable because there's no such thing as an easy growth. And so um, we'll read. I'll read verses 1 through 23, and then we'll get more into our discussion of the lesson. Uh, starting at verse 1, I'll read now the New King James Version, Numbers 14. So all the congregation lifted up their voices and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, If only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in the wilderness, why hath the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, Let us select the leader and return to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. But Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes. And they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, The land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into into this land, And give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. And all the congregation said to stone them with stones. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle tabernacle meeting before all the children of Israel. Then the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people reject me? And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them and I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. And Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear it for by your might, you brought these people up from among them and they will tell it to to the inhabitants of this land They have heard that you, Lord, are among these people, that you, Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands above them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day, and in a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill these people as one man, then the nations which have heard of your fame will speak, saying, Because the Lord was not able to bring this people to the land which he swore to give them, therefore he killed them in the wilderness. And now I pray, that the power of my Lord be great, just as you have spoken, saying, The Lord is long-suffering and abundant in mercy, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he by no means clears the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers of the children to the third and fourth generation. Pardon the iniquity of this people. I pray according to the greatness of your mercy, just as you have forgiven this people from Egypt Even until now, then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word, but truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Because all these men who have seen my glory and the signs which I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and have put me to the test now these 10 times, I have not not heeded my voice. They certainly shall not see the land of which I swore to their fathers nor shall any of these who rejected me see it. Amen. <clears throat> going back in uh, this situation, we're all familiar with um, how the children of Israel came out of Egypt, how they were crying and they were praying to the Lord about the hardships they were going through. Um, the Lord heard the cry and he um, selected Moses to lead his people out. Um, even though him coming out was not an easy task because the Lord told him that he was going to make Pharaoh's heart harder. And, you know, for every um, time he asked to let the people go, that Pharaoh was going to say no. And so this is where you get the ten plagues of Egypt. And all these things have to happen until the last one about the first um, born were um, killed. To where this is where you get the Passover, where they put the blood on the door. And he tells them to stay inside. And when the death angel comes by that he will see the blood on the door and the lintel and the poles and that he will pass over them. Now, this situation causes Pharaoh to let the people go. But then the Lord hardens Pharaoh's heart one more time to where they chase after them to bring them at to Egypt. And this is when the Lord closes up the um, Red Sea and drowns them all, not only destroying the enemies, but letting them know that they're not going to go back to what they were brought from. But during this time, this is a time of transition. And like we said earlier, when things are changing, we don't like to be made uncomfortable with change. Now, we'll pray to the Lord and ask him to change our situations, to um, increase our finances, to um, help our relationships and things of that nature. But we want it to go as smooth as possible. And the the Lord can't make it go smooth, but a lot of times things are going to get worse before they get better. Not worse as in out of control because we know that, once again, from the story of Job, that the Lord sets the parameters on the things that we go through. So this is why, you know, Scripture tells us that he puts no more on us than um, we can bear. Or um, it's all the same. But when things get uncomfortable, don't get focused on what's happening then. We need to focus on what good is going to come out of it. Um, in this passage about Numbers 14, leading up to this, there in this time of transition, they're uncomfortable because things are not as readily available to them as they were in Egypt. Um, many times you see the things they're complaining about, they're complaining about, we don't have anything to eat, oh, when we were in Egypt we had this and that. We don't have anything to drink, No, we. what is it? We're tired of eating this. We want new stuff. Um, wow, when we were in Egypt we had our selection of this and that. Then the final straw, when it comes, when they get to the edge of the promised land, which many of us are waiting to get to the edge of what God has promised us, and they start complaining because they got to do some work to get. So understand that when change happens, you know, you can't keep focusing back on what you had. You got to look towards what's going to come. And during this time, it's easy for us to get focused on things we, we're in fear of losing or things we, we're not going to be able to do but you know what Scripture tells us the Lord is doing a new thing he said don't you see it it's already begun so this did not catch God by surprise this has all been planned this didn't, it's not an accident it didn't slip through his fingers he didn't fall asleep at the wheel but all of this has been planned because God's going to get glory out of this and just think of it this way a lot of people have been praying for change and situations and their jobs and all that other stuff. Now the Lord can bring that change about, but didn't say that you were going to like the way change comes. And so for those of us who um, understand God to a certain extent we know that this is what the Lord does. He shakes things up when he wants to bring you out of a situation or brings you into something that you've been asking for or something that he as Lord has promised for you to do. You know, when one door closes, another door opens. Now I didn't say everything in the hall, you know, when it's about when one door closes, praise him in the hallway. Well you can praise him, but it didn't say the hallway was going to be comfortable. It might be some some tribulation in the hallway until that next door opens. But remember scripture tells us that all things work to the good of those who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose. So even though things may be rough right now, everything's working towards your good. And so, I want you to get focused on the good that's coming out of it. And not only the good that's available to you while you're in this situation. Now, you might say, well, what good good is coming out of this? Um, My job's gone. I don't know when I'm going back to work. My money's drying up. Um, I don't know when my kids are going back. You know, we have no situation where... People are worried about graduation. They're supposed to graduate this year. They don't know if they're going to be able to walk and how that stuff's going to happen. All that stuff will be taken care of. But this is a situation where we don't want to be like Israel was, where they did not realize the opportunity that they had because they kept looking at what they were in lack of or what they used to do and used to have. Because when they were talking about that, um, those Fish and all that meat and the corn and the, the onions and all that stuff. All that stuff came with hardship. See, you can remember the good things, but you didn't want to remember that while you were eating these, heck, eating and drinking, your field, you were getting beat and getting smacked inside your head and getting forced labor on them. And so for a lot of people, this is a good thing because you are giving, being given the opportunity to get some well-deserved rest for one thing that you haven't been getting. You know, some of us are working two or three jobs or we're trying to get this business going, trying to chase this idea and that idea. And that we're always on the go all the time. So now you've been put to a standstill. So the Lord has given you an opportunity, one, to get some well-deserved rest that you haven't been getting. And so you stop worrying about, you know, things that are going on. We didn't say, I'm not saying you don't be concerned about it, but don't keep yourself Up and put more stress on yourself, worrying about where you're going to, where's this going to come from and where that's coming from. Get some, this is a time for you to get some rest because when things pick back up, you're not going to be able to get it again because you may be even busier than you were before. Or the Lord may bring you to a situation where you're not moving as much and you may end up with a new job or a new position that covers those needs. But this is a time for you to get some well deserved rest and a time that the land gets the rest also don't even remember the last time that we actually let the land rest because everything's going 24-7, 365. And so the Lord has allowed the land to have some rest also. Um, here of course, the people who are going out walking, especially in California because we don't have all this hustle and bustle and people are not working that the air quality is different. So you don't have all this smog and pollution and everything else. You know, you need rest, the land needs rest too. Also, this is giving you an opportunity to pay more attention to your kids than you were when you were working other than getting them up, rushing them out the door in the morning and then you come back home just enough time for them to, to do some homework, cook some dinner and then get, getting ready to go to bed. So for all the parents who are complaining about you gotta you know, not only feed your kids, now you gotta help them with their work too. That's really what you're supposed to be doing in the first place. Put some more interest into your kids and let them know what's going on. Uh, we talked, we had a lesson a couple months ago about um, a child saved is a soul saved plus a life. And we brought up a, a story I came across to where a young girl committed suicide because she was dealing with some emotions and some emptiness, but her parents were never, ever there, were never there to feel that for her. But they were working. They made sure she had the finer things in life. But what she really needed, she really needed them to have a conversation with her to, to find out what's going on. Why are you feeling this way? And so, because she felt this way, she was being taken advantage of by an uncle and some other things. And she just ended up just coming to a point where she couldn't take it no more. And she ends up taking taking her life by um, swallowing a bunch of pills. So, while we're out here chasing the bag, now the Lord has stopped you to give, your, to give you the opportunity to chase your kids. Then find out what's going on with our kids. Find out what's going, actually going on with the schoolwork. Then find out why, why you're buying these $200 drawers and why are they getting these D's and F's. Now you can get to see and take more interest in our kids. Um, another thing, taking more interest in your marriage. That's another, another thing is hard to do when you're always on the go all the time. Um, Join the, the marriage club on Facebook. A lot of people are asking for prayer for the marriage. The Lord's giving you that time to mend those relationships back. To rekindle what was on um, that fire that has been dimming or going out. You know, take advantage of this time. Find out why y'all fell in love with it in the first time. Why are y'all together? Bring allow the Lord to come back into that situation. You know, also. Allow you to experience God in a way that you have never experienced him before. You see, this it's one thing to hear about God in church or read about, you know, the God who has done these miracles. But see, it's another thing to experience God when you're lacking. You see him working through people you don't even know who are taking the extra that they have to make sure that you at least have food. Uh, working through businesses to where um, they're not trying to take your stuff because you can't make payments because we understand so we're gonna um, we're not gonna kick you out we're gonna keep your lights on, we're gonna keep your uh, your internet going, now we're finding out that all the kids don't have internet so now businesses are opening themselves up to let the kids come and get their work done so you, you're watching God work on the hearts and minds of people who would not normally do things to help you for free but they're actually letting you come in because in a time of crisis The Lord can can work on people and you can see God working through them. And you can see that favor that God has placed on you through other people. And so this is a good good time to get back focused on the Lord. I mean, you can spend all your time worrying about the virus and this death total here and there and this happening and that's happening. Let's get back to focusing on the Lord because they can predict anything they want to because all they're doing is guessing. But it's only going to be the Lord that brings us up out of this. And so, the one thing we don't want to get um, guilt, want to be guilty of, that the, that the Israelites were guilty of, is they kept thinking about going back to what they had. I'm not trying to go back to what I had. I want better. We're not going through this to go back to the same old, same old. We want better. We want abundance. And the Lord is trying to bring us into an abundance. Abundant living, other than what we have, because let's just face it, some people are not going to go back to the jobs that they had. Doesn't mean there's not a new job on the horizon for you. Some of your supervisors may not be going back. I mean, during this time, door may be shifting people around. You know, you may not have been getting noticed here, but somebody's going to be in a position to where they do notice you, notice your talents, your gifts and abilities. You know, your time to work on you. You know. Some people have ideas to do things and they say, I, I don't have the time to do it because i got to work. Well, guess what? Now you have time. Take advantage of the time that you have, what you've been given. The Lord will provide for us. That's what he does. The Lord will protect his own. He's going to provide for his own. But use this time to take advantage of those things you wanted to do, to rebuild those families, restrengthen our family. To get our family focused on the Lord Get our marriages back focused on the Lord Get ourselves back focused on the Lord You know all those Like I said once again all those things you didn't have time to do Because you were going here and going there And you know you got to travel here And travel there now sit your tail down Get some rest And now use those opportunities To make yourself better Uh, We posted up on the Church page about I shared a post from um, some, some other people That we know About some courses that are being offered for free online. So if you want to take up a time to learn a new skill, now's the time to do it. You know, this is the time to improve yourself. Because, you know, when this is over, we, want, we don't want anybody still going in, going into what the Lord has brought us out of the same way. We don't want the same. We want better. You don't want to go back into your marriage when you're working on back the same way because we ain't worked on nothing. You want better. We don't want our relationship with our kids to be the same way. We want better. Because if, it's, if we go back in the same way, it's also going to be a matter of time. It's going to go back and they, people are going to leave. We're going to get further apart. We're not going to have a clue about what our kids are doing. No, we want to be better. We want to be tighter. We want to be have more concern, more consideration. We want to be more aware of what's going on, not only with our families, but our community as well. And so we don't want to get... Stuck complaining about What we have and what we gotta do And and this, that, and the third If the Lord's gonna open the door Go through it Find out what it takes It's called count the cost Let's find out what we have to do Let's get it done And let's come out of the situation better Let's come out of the situation prepared to do better Than we did before we went in And so that's what I say When change comes God, God will turn things upside down now it's up to us to say how are we gonna come out of this? Will we are we determined to come out better? Are we determined to be better? Or do we want to be like the Israelites were here to where we complained and murmur so much that we were right at the edge of what God wanted us to have and we're gonna miss out because we are more interested in complaining about God other than saying, God I trust you. The same God that that brought you out of whatever. This is no different. We got to start looking at this as the way David looked at Goliath. You know, your sir, he said, "Your sir, He told Saul, Your servant has killed a lion and killed a bear, and the Lord was with him. And this Philistine giant will be no different. Well, guess what? The Lord has brought us out of anything. He brought you out of um, poverty, has brought you out of financial strain, health problems, whatever. And this coronavirus will be no different. You know, say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, Well, guess what? The Lord's on your side. The Lord's with us. And he's given us opportunities to improve ourselves and get ourselves refreshed in order to prepare to take on the next challenge that he has for us. To step into that promised land, that new promise about that job, that that house, that situation, school, whatever. This is the time to be new and improved strengthened where we got back focused on the Lord and now we're going into this land into the thing that we have promised with the Lord with us with the Lord involved, the center of it so that's what I'm saying You can, we can watch the news, we can take precautions, we can be concerned about those things but let's not be worrisome about it. Concern is I'm paying attention to it. Worrying is I'm, I can't sleep at night because I'm wondering where this is going to come from or where that's going to come from The Lord already told us He'll take care of that He told us about The the birds don't worry about How they get fed So why are you worrying about it Your your Heavenly Father knows what you need Put your trust in the Lord Don't don't be like this to say "Well, How how long will these people speak against me How long are they going to speak evil against me If you're going to trust the Lord This is the opportunity to where You say you trust God You will trust God now And the the Lord will bring us through He'll take care of us The Lord doesn't need a lot to take care of the people, to take care of his own. If he didn't need for the the widow or her son, if he didn't need a lot of meal to feed her, her son, and Elijah, the Lord don't need a lot to take care of your family as well. All he needs for you to do is trust him and hand over what you have. Which mainly, he really wants you. So give yourself over to the Lord and let the Lord provide for us. And so, just want to come and just bring that short message um, and just encourage you to Um, it's people to trust God if you have trust issues with God then this is the perfect time for you to spend time with the Lord so that you can develop that trust that's just like any relationship, you don't go into any relationship just trusting somebody off the bat you need to spend some time to find out about them and that's the one thing we um, stress people to do when we're in Bible study is about not just knowing the word of God you need to know the will of God and we need to know the character of God that will develop your trust because if I know what God says I know what God wants And I know how God does things And the kind of person he is it would, it would allow us to trust God In these situations So It's about developing a relationship with the Lord Not just reading your favorite scriptures Read all of what God says Because you may come to a point where your favorite scripture May not be what you need to help you in that time But That's what the Lord has opened his um, word up to us He's opened His life up to us And take this opportunity To become closer To a God Not just one you know about To where you can truly say That He's the God of your life Become closer to Jesus To where you know That Jesus is your Lord and Savior And then if you haven't done it by now Invite the Holy Spirit in And if you do have the Spirit Get out of the way And not just keep Him a captive him let him, Actually let Him lead you And guide you So these are things That we can do now To to where we're not just worried about what the world says The world can say whatever it wants to But we know that God has final say. so God has set parameters on this He's, he's already ordered steps in our lives If the Lord has already shown you Things you're going to do This virus isn't going to stop it Because he will bring those things to pass Otherwise that makes God a liar And God's not one God's not a liar And he's not going to break his word for you If he brought many other people through, he's brought grandmamas through, um, granddaddies through, mama, daddy, other relatives through, people you don't know, brought them through, he's honored his word. He'll honor his word to you too. And so, especially for, that's what I'm saying, for those who have gotten a glimpse of what God has for them, it will come to pass. So the only thing, you don't need to be worried about what stores are closing down and The total's rising and this person's sick and that person's sick. One thing we need to say is three words in your, there's three words you need to get in your vocabulary. It is well. Anybody tell you about what's going on? It is well. Well, you heard about this? It is well. That's the only thing we need to be focused on because it is. No matter what hell broke out around you, no matter what's going on around you, it is well. Once we get that in our spirit, then you can finally start trusting God for who He is. And allow God to be God and stop complaining about Him. Let it be like Mary said. Let it be as you say, according to your word, Lord. And then stand back and see the salvation of the Lord. So, that's all I have. Um, Thank you for all for watching this video. Share this video with anybody you come across. Be encouraged. You know, it's easier to say, we'll say, be encouraged. No, actually be encouraged. Take this time to encourage yourself and learn about the one who encourages you. But for, for where I'm weak, I'm strong. So if you're weak in something, allow the Lord to be that strength and strengthen you in that area. And so rejoice in what the Lord is doing because I'm looking forward to see how people prosper when this is over. When, you know, whether it's on Facebook or the testimonies, whatever, about new jobs and new, you know, New whatever Marriages being restored Families are stronger than they were before And so that's what I say Don't look at the bad that's going on Look at the good that's come that will come out of it And look at the opportunity that you have To change the, To change the destinies of Your your children, your family Your marriage It was carried in one way But God's giving you opportunity to work And get him back involved to where It was going down But the Lord saved us We got refocused on the Lord. And we came out stronger than ever. Our bond is stronger than ever. You know, the devil tried to break us up, but no, the Lord said, no, we're going to take this time and we're going to let you fix. We're going to restore what I brought together and we're going to make it stronger than ever. So, like I said, just share this video with anyone. Um, We'll pray. We'll speak the blessing over you and we'll see you next time. And so, let us pray. Wise and eternal God, we thank you once again for allowing us to be into your house, the place where your name resides, to where your spirit is welcome to do whatever you need to do, Father God. We thank you for everyone who is watching. We thank you for the opportunity and providing us the technology to reach those around us, to where we may not be able to um, gather together in contact, but our prayers and our words to see or reach each other. And you can reach anyone, Father God, because there's not a place that you can't reach. You're omnipresent. You're everywhere. There's nowhere we can go that your love, your grace, your mercy, your word can't reach us, can't empower us, can't strengthen us. And so, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity. We thank you for this lesson about being grateful in a time where we could really be grateful about things that are happening. Um, way of life has been turned upside down, Father God. Um, many people are wondering how they're going to feed themselves and how They're going to continue on with their education, how they're going to provide for themselves, Father God. But we know that you provide for us. You've never told us that we need to find a way to make ends meet. You just said we need to pursue you and that you will take care of everything that we need, Father God. You told us through prayer and supplication to make our requests known to you, not to be anxious for anything, but to go to you. Because, Father, we live by your words. We live by the um, word of your mouth. That's what they give say, us us, give us this day our daily bread, which is the word of God. We know that you have already foreseen this. You set the parameters forward. You will bless us. You will take care of us. You will work through the hearts and minds of those we know and if we don't know to make sure that we are taken care of Father God. And though we pray for those who are sick, who are dealing with this virus, we pray for a speedy recovery from them. Uh, we pray for that there will be no more loss of life, but we know that, you know, Lord, you will have your way. But Father, we honor you, we praise you, we thank you for all that you're doing. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to not only rest our bodies, but restore the things that we have, to pay more attention to our families, our marriages, um, to make sure that we come out of this stronger than before, to make sure that we come out more focused, more God- that the things in our life are more God-centered instead of self-centered. And that way we can actually um, fulfill your will and and bring glory to your name that you more than well deserve. Father, we ask that you would bless us indeed in larger territory that your hand would be with us to keep us from evil so we don't cause pain. Lord, you bless us, you keep us. Your face shines upon us, you're gracious unto us. You lift your countenance upon us and you give us peace. So Lord, we invite you to rise up to let your enemies be scattered. And let those that hate you flee before you. Amen. Amen. All right, everyone. Enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, don't get caught up in the outside things. But the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so, share this message with anyone you come across. Be encouraged. Thank the Lord for the situation that you're in now. Thank the Lord for the opportunity to work on those things that we didn't have time to work on before. And let's come out bigger and better. And. Give God the glory he deserves when this situation passes. Alright, good night and amen. I hope this lesson was uh, encouraging for each and every one of you, because I know it was for me. Uh, just remember, the Lord hasn't forsaken us, and no matter what happens, that the Lord is still in control. That there's still more that we need to experience, and the best is yet to come. And so, remember, just check us out on Facebook, Terms of Your Surrender. Um, that's what most of our media is. And once again, just share this with anyone you come across. Everyone take care. Have a blessed week. And remember, but those that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Uh, God bless. Have a great week. Take care.